Mako. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Like, like fucking last week. <laughs> oh, God. Like what? Like Wednesday's oh, yeah. show. Oh, yeah. We were in rare form. That was I, the sh- I, We both said, since we were up and ready to go on time for once, it was a bad sign, didn't we? we what the fuck is that noise? What the hell is going on here? Nothing. Nothing to hear here. My God. <laughs> Jeez, you guys. You guys have ears like Pam. No, it's very loud. You can hear everything from a mile away. Well, I tell or you what. In your case, from across the country. Let me explain something here. Oh, so okay. I'm, I'm gone. I'm away. And I'm, yeah, thanks a fucking lot, Freeland. I, hey, hey. I oh, was, you're gone, all right. I, We've been saying that since day one. I, <laughs> I was excited. You think Jerry and I are looped? Oh God, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I, I take so I, so because this whole thing got fucked up last week. Yes, we now have to do this bonus show today. Okay. So we have to make up for this. What the fuck is going on? I have no idea. We can't do anything right. I don't know what. We suck. They're doing something downstairs. Oh. (laughs) Of course. It's always right when I get on. I don't know if that'll help. There. It probably won't. So has anyone. No, they're loud as fuck. (laughs) 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 Yes, they are. Well, we hope everybody en- we hope everybody enjoys this bonus show. Yes, no, I agree with that. Uh, we had to fuck up royally for me to I agree to a bonus show. So here fuck, I am. So get- oh, hey, I'm texting you guys mad, like, "Oh, wait, how's it going? How's it going?" I didn't lie. No, you didn't lie. No, I didn't. I just at the time we thought it was going great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, enjoy the bonus show, fuckers. Uh, does anybody want to answer some listener questions? Sure. You, you down for that? I guess so. I am. <laughs> I'll be back. I, I got to go pee pee. That beer went right through him. Well, it's been three Are hours. You You're going to pee? Right well, it's now? been three fucking hours. <laughs> Jesus. I've had six of them. Hold on. Oh my god, he's literally gonna piss right now. Okay, okay, cool. Uh, all right, Jer. Uh, let me see here. Uh, let me pull these up here. Well, somebody actually makes a comment about something that I had said, and uh, I like it. I like. It. I don't. I don't get quoted very often. Now, when Jerry made the comment about, you know, you just got to grab it and bring it out with both hands. Evidently, that 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 one line from last week's show got a lot of feedback. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, is that Mikey? I have a feeling he's back. He did say he had six. Is he cousin? I have no idea, but I think I heard a dog. Hello. Oh my god. Hello. You okay? You okay? (laughs) (laughs) I was walking. I went to see what time it was, and then I stepped on the stupid dog thing in the bowl. Well, I heard it. 
Oh, I know you heard it. The dog heard you. He barked. I'm not dead. I think I sprayed my ankle, but I'm good. <laughs> I'm back. Just a flesh wound. What's your dog's name? Patch? Stitch. Stitch. Okay. God, that hurt my foot. How's he doing? Is he still behaving very well? Yeah, except or? he put his ball where he's tried to fucking kill me. <laughs> I was walking back to the table, and I turned to look at the stove to see what time it was. And he has this habit of carrying his bowl around in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Well, he was lifted right in the middle of the floor. I stepped on it. Wow. Yeah. And he looks at he me. He does not and like And he you. looks at me and barked. <laughs> Dick. He's my, All right, this goes. He's my buddy, though. He's uh, very, very well behaved. Except for this, this one goes. Man, now my foot hurts. It, I, I pulled something. This one goes to both you. So. I'm out of beer. Our friend Mojo Riverfish. E.J. Miller says, funny question here. Has anyone ever ripped one during a match and you lost focus because it stank so bad? I'm trying to think. Mikey? Well, have flatulence ever occurred? I don't know. Maybe. Not not that I've... Okay, I had a match in Global... (laughs) With Barry Horowitz. <laughs> Jerry's just waiting for it. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking. Um, I think I took an arm drag or something. No, I gave either or. I either gave or took an arm drag from Barry. And I farted. <laughs> and it wasn't like a, a, a horror, you know, god-awful smelly one or anything. But right away I thought, and I, my stomach was queasy earlier because anytime, every time we got to Dallas, Barry had to eat at this Chinese restaurant because it was so cheap. It was like four ninety seven for lunch. And then, of course, we'd get a water because Barry saved every penny he made. And uh, the food wasn't all that great. So as soon as we got done with the move, sitting there in the arm hold, and you can see me talking to him. I didn't realize the cameras were right up that close on our faces. And I just said something like, oh. I said, oh, crap, or something like that. And he says, what? I said, I think I just crap myself. <laughs> <laughs> and it probably looks like I'm calling a spot or something. And I'm just going, I think I just crap myself. Anyway. He shit his pants full. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> he shit his pants. <laughs> but it, get in the back and Holy I, I, shit. I just, <laughs> I just farted. But uh, he fucking sharted. Yeah, I thought <laughs> I was worried. I was like, oh no, here I am, live TV or not live, but on nationwide TV. I just crap myself, but I didn't. It was just a wet stinker. It wasn't even a wet one. It wasn't even a stinker. It was just one of them little, you know, one of those. Wow. Well, there you go. There's our first story. Um, do either one of you guys ever remember a work match turning into a shoot? Um, I remember, I was it on the old UWF when Dr. Death Steve Williams was wrestling a guy named... 
Mikey, do you remember that guy with long curly hair? Uh, I don't even know if it's what was his name, Sunny Beach or maybe. Gosh, I can't remember. But the guy did a dive outside, and Steve just caught him and ran him into the ring post so hard, and then I think slammed him on the floor. But I don't know if it was an attitude adjustment, because I've heard several stories about it. Like the guy was messing with the promoter's wife, or I don't know what the deal was. But it... But then I've seen several things happen in Japanese matches. But those aren't, it's not, some of those aren't really just something, a work match that turns into a shoot. It's mostly someone goes out there to teach someone a lesson. But I'm trying to think if one. Who? I'm trying to think. How about the one with the, huh? Wasn't there a tag match or something with, was it Sid Vicious and? Dan Spivey, where the jobber wouldn't sell. He just kept popping right back up. He's just pounding him? Yeah, and they started beating the crap out of him. (laughs) But I guess the guy, I think I heard Jim Cornette talk about it, and the guy just didn't know any better. He was, like, greener than green. How about when Perry Center beat the shit out of fucking Mike Bell? You remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like legitimately up. beat him up. Yeah, that yeah, some, pretty. something happened. It, it didn't go right. He it's, screwed up a spot or something. Well, let me ask you guys this: What warrants you getting your ass kicked? Like nothing is missing a spot. But that's my point, though: is missing a Not spot missing really, a spot, no. really worth no. somebody getting? Because that? no one goes out. That happened out east in East Tennessee at some indie show. There's some tag match. And a couple spots got blown or something. So this tag team did something. They tried to hurt this guy on purpose. And they came back and one of the guys says to me, you ever get mad because someone blows a spot? I said, well, uh, no one goes out there and purposely tries to blow a spot. Everyone wants to do well. So it, you shouldn't try and hurt the guy seriously and possibly paralyzing him for the rest of his life just because a couple spots got blown. It's an accident. No one tries to do it on purpose. Yeah. The only time I would get mad is when someone would do something dangerous to me and it would happen a few times during the match or stiff me unnecessarily. You know, there's safe, there's work and snug when you're close to the crowd and stuff in safe spots. But when someone's doing something stupid to you and hurting you, you know, the first time I go, all right, it was an accident. Yeah. Then it happens again. And usually I'm too patient and I'll give them a couple. The third time, that's it. Uh, I'll let you know. A lot of people said the road warriors worked um, pretty pretty stiff and, you know, maybe almost on the verge of literally beating someone up. Do you feel like that those accusations are fair or do you feel like, you know, no, that's not accurate. It just, they made it look really good because a lot of people had said that they just went out there and just kicked ass. I mean, I know they were formally trained, but it it, it just seemed to get pretty violent pretty quickly with both of them. I just think in the beginning, they just weren't very good. 
you know, and just being that they were so big, it was very easy to hurt somebody. Right. And but as as they went guys on, guys like that does. Well, guys like that too. They just don't know their own strength. Yeah, I mean, as they went on, they became fine. Like I never saw anything. Jerry, I'm watching. If I seem distracted, Steve Williams versus yes. Steve Ray. Steve Ray, Stevie Ray. UWF. Yes. Holy yeah. balls. Yes. Yeah, Doc, Doc, Doc had enough of this guy. Yeah. But he took care of him on the finish. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was, uh, that got brutal at points. What was the finish? The stampede or yeah. whatever? Yeah, yep. Was it a gerbil squirter? No. Or no? Well, the, no, the, he took care of him? Well, into the buckle looked a little rough, but the power slam <laughs> looked fine. Speaking of different things, I think this uh, this will work with you, Mikey, and it also with you, Jerry, but, but specifically um, when it came to working with international stars, did you ever find that there was a language barrier? <laughs> what? Not even as a teenager, you never worked with yourself? See, there you go again. What? Sick fuck. <laughs> a language barrier for either one of you guys. Was that ever an issue, you know, as far as being able to converse and kind of, you know, figure out what you wanted to do? Or was there somebody there who could translate or make sure each one of you guys understood each other? Or is there just kind of this unwritten body language that wrestlers know? Well, in Japan, there's a, sometimes a big language barrier, but everyone knows mostly the names of all the moves and stuff. But you would just, you know, plan out ahead of time the whole match and walk through it as many times as it took to make sure each other had it down. Because I didn't want to know any surprises and get hurt. The universal, right. the universal sign for drop kick and leapfrog. The two fingers is, is the yep. drop kick, and then the up and the, the two fingers jumping up and down is the leapfrog. Yep. Chris Candido and I, we, when we go over our matches, yep. we wouldn't say a word. We'd pantomime the whole thing, and we did that several times with the leapfrog, drop kick, drop kick, drop kick. Steve um, Williams, they shook hands after this match. As you could tell, I'm paying zero fuck attention. I know. To what's going on. I can tell. Well, Jerry, you mentioned a suit match with Steve Williams. I had to go watch it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How about you like when he caught him and ran him into the post? Dude. Yeah. That was fucking brutal. <laughs> that was no Bam Bam Bigelow. Catching no, you and no. throwing you into the ring post, where he'd no. he'd hit the ring post with his own hands. This yeah. was Doc, about seventy miles an hour, full pack realigning the guy's spine. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. All right, Vanilla, my man, Vanilla, Vanilla joke. He basically. Uh, he always sends questions in, always interacts with me here on social media. 
He sends a question in for Jerry, your favorite Danny Daniels memory from AAW. Wow. <clears throat> That's hard because Danny was so busy, you know, he was running the show. So I guess my favorite part was when he's handing me my pay. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, Danny and I go way back. He's He was the, the heel ref when I... Won the ECW belt from Just Incredible. Stenagonia. <laughs> but uh, I can't think. Yeah, like I said, he was too busy running the show, so never really got to hang out with him much. Nice. But no, Danny was, he and I go way back. He really, really good guy. Well, as we mentioned before, Trent uh, is a producer for AAW. Pro wrestling yeah. podcaster as well at the well, my eyes are starting to get a little foggy here. The BSBS show. The BSB yes, show. Yes. Yes. He's in a band called Hemi or something like that. He is. Yeah. He is in a band called Hemi as well. And you can follow them on Twitter at Hemi Music. Go ahead and follow them. Why just call it the truck? Trent. Because it's got a Hemi. Oh. <laughs> So follow Trent, good dude. Once again, go to hemimusic.com. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Vanilla Joke. Very cool. He also has a question for Mikey. He says, best Aussie guitarist. Randy Rhodes. There you go. Uh, let me Followed see Followed by... Mm. Zach. Followed by Jake. Followed by Gus G. <laughs> Jeez, Pete, that's that's impressive. Yeah. Followed by Adam. Followed by <laughs> uh, Brett Gillis. Followed by how many guitarists <laughs> did he have? Followed by <clears throat> Joe Holmes. Followed by Bernie Torme. Any relation to Mel Torme? No. Now that's if you take Tony Ami out of the equation. Ami. <laughs> as uh, Zach puts it, you have St. Rhodes as number one, and then you have Lord Iomi. So, yeah, I would say Randy Rose number one. Nice. Adam, if you want to talk legend. about complete. <laughs> God. If you want to talk about um, overall Ozzy's whole career, I would say number one would be Tony Iommi. Tony Iommi. Ozzy Solo would be obviously Randy Rhodes. Adam, at I am legend 217. <laughs> Says, why am I always late for these? Adam, I don't know why you're always late for these. Um, we wish you would have a question. So can he be late as long as you're not a woman? This is true. He's pacing uh, himself. Matt Stender says, why condoms be baggy? You have a small willy. Moving on. There you go. Moving on. Here we I go. think we should have a segment. Ask Mikey. 
where you yeah. can ask me questions anything. about anything, and I will give you my professional answer. Like small Willie. Like if you want relationship advice, or you having all kinds of problems, you can submit your questions anonymously, and I'll answer them. Or if you have the diabetes, <laughs> you better lay off the carbs and the sugar. Look at this. We are like a relationship show, soon to be a medical show, a wrestling show. Music. Music as well. Chris, I hope I pronounce this right. Hernovich, question for Jerry. When you told your boss about going full-time to another job, what was her reaction? I haven't told her. Oh. What? Well, we always oh. joke because whenever she has a day off, I said, oh. You had a job interview. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and I always tell her, uh, I said, uh, remember our deal. If you leave, you're taking me with you. She's going, we didn't have no deal. I said, yes, we do. We got a deal. You know that conversation is going to happen pretty soon, right, Jerry? Kayfabe. What conversation? <laughs> what am I missing? <laughs> Nothing. Ryan J. Sullivan writes in, where do you think you both would be without ECW? Hmm. That's in. I'd probably feel a lot better physically. I was just thinking that, too. I was probably thinking I probably wouldn't need two hip replacements. Yeah. I would be looking at a, a knee replacement and uh, neck fusion surgery. And I'd never hear anything about a clutch. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have that TMJ in the fucking in the ringing in his ears. <laughs> wow. Uh, Do you have this? It's terrible. Mike at Jersey Devil underscore eighty two. Lunatus. I am looped. This what, is what, happen, this is what happens when you go on about, I don't know, four hours sleep in three days. And begin. My good friend, Max Friedman. God, I love Max. He's been with me Max? for a long, long MJF? time. Not MJF, oh. no. I actually met Max as we met in Chicago before when I was working on Penzer's show. We, Which uh, one? We met. Yes. Max who? Max Friedman. MJF? No. Oh. Maybe, no. This, was, this is just Max Friedman. You can follow him at Trademark MMA. He is uh, really, really knowledgeable when it comes to MMA. You can hit him with a DM and uh, ask him any questions you have about UFC. He will engage with you. Very good guy. Who would engage with me? Very knowledgeable. He will engage with Who you, will? yeah. Max Friedman will. He will? As long as you don't have a baggy condom. Who are Jerry's <laughs> favorite guys to work with during his time in the WWE, which were in the early 2000s? Who were um, they and why, Jerry? Probably Dean Malenko and Eddie Guerrero. And nice. And... Trying to think who else. Crash Holly was fun. 
But I wasn't there very long, so it wasn't a lot. Right. So that's probably about it. Anthony on Twitter says, this is for you, Mikey. Do you wish you could have continued the unholy alliance in WWE slash WWF with Chijiri and Sinister Minister? Or do you think WWE would have toned you down to the PG rating and it might not have translated well? What are your thoughts? Well, they weren't PG back then. Well, do you think they would have toned you down? Because ECW was Well, they had the Unholy Alliance with uh, Undertaker and Big Show. Was Moving that on. as entertaining as it could have been with you and Sinister Minister and Tajiri? No, no. I think I think no. we could have we could have done some good stuff and had fun. Oh, yeah. I agree. But my body was beat to shit then, and I like I like right. I told everybody I could not have done the schedule. If they right. had done TV first, and then house shows, I probably could have maybe got away with it. But the fact that they were doing house shows, and then and then ending the loop with a pay per view and then TV on Monday, uh, I, there's just no way. I couldn't have done it. I was at the point, at that point, I was working twice a week. And it would, it would literally take me four or five days to heal up, to be able to go out again. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so I, I, there's no way. I, I just couldn't have done it. As nice as it would have been, and I had enough friends that it probably could have happened, I, I just, just, there's just no way. Uh, Kenny. Because I'm fat. <laughs> Kenny's. Sutter, if I'm saying that right. Suter. Kenny. What's with you in last yes. names? Buffon, Buffoon, Suter, Sutter? I can't. Okay, I, listen, I'm really, really bad. His name is Kenny. He's a great guy. Um, what's Jerry's favorite impression that Mikey does on the show? Kenny says, me and my dad. The favorite one he does for us is Mick Foley. So, Kenny... Jerry, what is uh, what's your answer? Because I know for a lot of fans, it's Mick or it's Terry Funk or it's for a long time it was the Sheik. Um, what, what's your favorite right now? What really gets you going when he starts it? All of them. I can't pick a favorite. I like them all. Wow. I do. You I have- like. I like. Well, of course, Iron Sheik. I like Terry Funk. I like Hawk. I like Paul Stanley. I, li- I like them all. And I think he has more than Bruce Pritchard. So I think Mikey Whipwreck right now in the podcast world is the best impressionist. Mikey, do you have one that you enjoy doing more than the others? No, it's just kind of whatever. Whatever comes out. Huh? Yeah, it's whatever pops out of my, my brain at the time. I'm not even going to try this last name again because I'm going to probably fuck it up. So Chris... Uh, ask a question. He says, has Mikey ever been invited to the performance center? Once. I said no. Moving on. And I believe you, you can see that interview on YouTube where he explains that whole thing. Uh, let's see here. Manny someone, asks. A- someone wrote. AFRM pod. You guys should make a it's Jerry Lynn poop shirt. <laughs> I don't think it would sell. Jerry, none of them sell, so it doesn't really matter. 
Right. Yeah. Wow. That's that's correct. Wow. Right. Oh my god. Maybe I you know come I out with the poop sticker, the little triangle poop with blonde hair coming out of it, and the little arms with the metal horns. Poop. I work my ass off to try to promote the fuck out of these shirts. I happen to slip up and say they're selling like hotcakes. They're flying off the shelves. And Whiprick tells me, you know, they're fucking made to order, jackass. They're not on the shelves. I think it's time for Mikey to do a diary of a madman rant about the shirts. I, I was raised in the business by Paul Heyman, who did not, who lied to everybody but the fans. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so I refuse to tell people about these fucking shirts. Yeah. Honestly, he lied honestly, to us about where our checks were, but he'd tell the fans where they were. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you bother pushing these fucking shirts because nobody fucking buys them. It's like, why the fucking bother? I'm, I'm trying. Hey, you know what? It's worth trying, right? Yeah, fuck it. It's gotta try. fucking dollar ten and ain't fucking worth shit. Well, I'm going to get a couple. <laughs> and I think I'm going to get a couple mugs. Are you really? Good for you, Jerry. Good for you. Yeah. We're buying our own shit. We're not even yeah. we get a discount, do we? Well, you got to tell Matt to lower the price to, to, to cost. <laughs> <laughs> so then you can buy it and then, and then jack it up for the one no one buys anyway. And then I'm going to ask for a coupon. Now, straight up with these fucking shirts. Nobody fucking buys them. There are about 876,000 fucking wrestlers with fucking shirts on pro wrestling tees. Yes, there are. Just like there's about 876,000 fucking wrestling podcasts. We do very well in the podcast world, I, I, I want you to know. You're so full of shit. Well, You're so, shut we Ramus. do well. Is that his name? <laughs> Remus Stereo? <laughs> Mikey just... Oh, he's the one that said something about making a poop shirt. Ray Mysterio said, um, he put some quotation marks. You have to grab it with both hands and wring it out real good. (laughs) Then he says, (laughs) something Jerry Lynn just said on this week's FRM pod. I think that's enough audio for one day. (laughs) I'm chasing him off. Oscar said that? (laughs) Who said that? Ramus Stereo? Oh, not Ray. Mysterio? Oh, not Ray. 619? Oh, it's a play out. Duh. I just got oh, it, I, man. I thought you said Oscar. Good. He listened to this shit? At, at Headliner 5. Oh, no, that's not him. I did, It didn't even dawn on me what that said. Jesus. I, I'm just... I've been hitting the head way too much. Drinking too much of that Dasani water. Yeah. Oh. Uh, here, Here's the last question I'll, I'll wrap it up with here. Um... We often hear about who the toughest guys in the wrestling business are and the ones that aren't the very nicest. Do Mikey and Jerry, who does Mikey and Jerry think are the genuinely nicest people in the business? Jerry Lynn. Mikey Whipper. That was the easiest question all right. There you go. There you go. The rule.